Yeah. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the most overrated, underappreciated, most viewed, underviewed podcast of all time. Welcome to Nocto. This is your guest, the Prince of Fresh Air, and my man, Emmanuel Poppet. We're about Yo. to have a great conversation and have a good time. How you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful, man. I'm, I'm, I'm doing even better than that, having you here. I really appreciate you coming on. Absolutely. No problem. $15, though. <laughs> uh, well, it's in the mail. I told you. <laughs> I'll be waiting. <laughs> All right, cool. I'll put your medal in there, too. <laughs> Sweet. So uh, I know you had some things you wanted to get off your chest, right? I got a lot to get off my chest. Go for it, buddy. This is your you're up on the on the pillbox. You know, first things first. Um, I'm tired of people calling me Chris Hemsworth. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so, you know, for me, you know, one of the best things about doing podcasts, and for me, you know, when I'm not hosting, is being able to talk about certain things. And we live in a society now where we're not allowed to, you know have conversations one another with one another we're not allowed to question things you know and i think it's very important whether i'm doing a hosting or i'm a guest on a podcast that we talk about certain issues and or just talk about life because no matter who's talking there's always somebody who's listening who can learn something and feel impacted by it so i think you know having me on your podcast and us just having a, a great conversation is very important not just for us to but for the listeners and for the people who will listen to this, because there's always a message to be told. There's always a lesson to be taught. And I think this is a good start to something good. Man, oh, how, how, how well put. You are very well-spoken, my friend. I, you know, I, I it's one of those things where I was just blessed, you know, I, I, Got it, I, I can tell, man. It shows. It shows. It's beautiful. Um, so you are, you are called the most charismatic man in television, correct? Absolutely. Uh, uh, television, I said. I mean media. All media. Probably in person too, eh? Eh? Entertainment. Yes. The most charismatic oh, yeah. man in entertainment, aka the Prince of Fresh Air, aka Mr. No Days Off. I got so oh. many. Yeah. Oh, dude. Is that is that is that common nowadays? Because I do too. I mean, I have three names. Um, I'm Emmanuel Poppet, Sam Trodbone, which can I tell you a secret? Let's let's hear. Sam Trodbone is just sad trombone with the M and the D rotated in the first and the last names. Oh, that's clever. Yeah. I put it at the end of all the podcasts, but so far I don't think anyone's gotten it. So I decided right now, just now, to explain it. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's well, all good. It happens. It happens. Yeah, yeah. Well, it does, doesn't it? Um, can you? Uh, okay, Mister No Days Off. If okay, um, 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 um. Okay, this happens to me. This happens to me sometimes. I repeat things. Do you? Can do you have a story from your past that you would like to share, or would you like to tell me about a time this week that something weird happened to you that was unexpected? You know what? I, I don't talk about this a lot, so I'll do a story about my background because a lot of people aren't aware of it because I don't talk about it. So, you know, despite, you know, the, the catchy nicknames and the podcast name that I do, you know, I'm, I'm still a person behind. And, you know, one of the things a lot of people don't know is, you know, when I was six years old, I was put in adoption. 
and um, I was uh, put in adoption with three of my younger brothers and you know being a foster care and then eventually getting adopted by the same parent um, oh, it, it, it was it was a it was a journey and it, it was something I struggled with and you know it's something I actually just recently started talking about and uh, working with Jubilee which is a YouTube uh, channel that I worked with before um, just talking about the struggles of not knowing you know your family uh, story your, your background not knowing where you come from and you know that's something i don't really talk about because i don't come across as someone asking for sympathy you know but it's definitely something i've struggled with you know growing up and you know to this day i i stand proud knowing that i've overcame a lot but it's a story that a lot of people don't know and that's why i wanted to briefly talk about it because a lot of people think i may just be you know the most well-spoken good-looking man of course but I have a story too. I know I do. You know, we we all have stories that we we don't share or we want people to know because it gives them a positive outlook on life. So, you know, being adopted okay. at six and uh, being put in foster care at six, getting adopted at age eleven, and you know, my my real mom uh, going through a lot of drug uh, usage. My father passing away when I was around nine, ten years old. Uh, most of my family didn't grow up with each other. Um, you know, it, it was a, it was a crazy time. But you know what? I think for me, it was a way for me to grow as a person, and I used that experience to help other people, to empower other people. Because yeah. you know, it, when when we watch our favorite celebrities or we watch our favorite actors, entertainers, we forget that they are people too. They have backstories too. We, we see the we see the glitz and the glamour. We see the finished product. We see the money and the fame. But we don't see the, the hours of blood, sweat, and tears. The pain right, and the agony. Yeah. The, yeah. You know, the, the hard work that goes into it. The, the struggles that go into it. So I think I wanted Dude, to open so up bad. with that. You know, I, I wanted to open up with that because it, it's not something I talk about a lot. And I know a lot of people do enjoy me as a personality but they don't know really much about me so i think you know that that's a first step for me to open up to people and say hey I, i'm not perfect either you know but i yeah. i learned to you know find uh success in my own life and don't let your, your past or any uh trials and tribulations that you've hit in life that you know stop you from achieving greatness you know Hell yeah. That's right. That's right. Man, and thank you so much for sharing that with me that, that that's beautiful man um i have i mean i understand about family issues and drugs and, and stuff my dad was a as they say you know a rolling stone um oh really yeah yeah well i mean i i knew him but only at different times in my life you know like when i got older i could kind of like go out and find him you know uh and i lived with him in a halfway house once when i ran away when i was a teenager like i mean so so i appreciate that dude because 
yeah yeah you wouldn't know it just from talking to somebody's polished side the edited part you know that we show people um but that when i hear someone like you you know open up about some something like that that you know i'm, I'm sure it can't be easy to do that and and i really appreciate it dude because it does help it helps thank you oh most definitely and you, for me it's not even so much about not being able to open up it's more so one of the things I, I despise a lot, um, especially as someone being in the entertainment industry, is that people use their their life story as a as a a crutch right. for success. You know, it, like when you watch America's Got Talent, that's one of my f all time. It's one of my favorite shows, but also one of the shows I hate the most because instead of relying on people's talent. Uh, you got to say, oh, yeah, when I was 10, my grandmother died and, you know, yeah. my father got lost in a tornado and all of a sudden you get a million dollars and you win a contract. It's like, what happened uh, to the, the, don't get me wrong, I'm not taking away from that experience, but no. what about the people who put in hours, years and years of training to get to where they are? It's right, not right just for that, the love of it. You know, yeah. you know it's, it's just, I, I don't tell my story a lot because... I don't want people feeling bad for me. I don't want people feeling sympathy for me. I don't want opportunities just because of, oh, he was put in adoption and he'll know his real parents. You know? Yeah, so no, dude, no. I just mean like, dude, man, it, it helps me. It helps me to like not, to not, I don't know. For me, like that, that kind of like, um, um, you know, uh, it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of like the attention getting, you know, you need that attention. So you, because you think that that's going to get you positive points because it does, like you say on the show, but no, uh, for me, it makes me feel hopeful. Like I don't need to feel sorry for myself. It's fine. You know, like, because we all go through shit like that. That's just part of the process, bro. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? And that's what I wanted to share because there's always a time and a place to tell a story. And for me, I love that you I, told it here. I'm sorry. You know, absolutely. No, no. And I think this is the right, place right time to tell the story i don't want to wait until you know uh you know i got 500 million dollars in a bank of every successful don't have to worry about a dollar <laughs> to tell my story you know i'd rather people know it now as i'm still you know achieving success and yeah, they can follow my journey you know what i'm saying so right because yeah. it's, it's, it's easier to relate to somebody who you know you kind of see them grow and mature as a person than when they're already famous and you know, they don't have to work a regular job anymore. They basically don't even have to work another day in their life. And they tell you all, you know, all these stories. Right. You're looking at them like, what? I mean, you could buy my, you could buy my life with a blink of an eye, you know? So right. you, you mean nothing to me. You're out of my scope, man. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. People want art. They don't want a prequel. They want art. That's good. Most yeah. definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. Okay, man, well, you want to play a few uh, silly, you want to do a few silly bits? Let's do it. Okay. Um, um, let's see. Do you have a word? Just pick any word, maybe from like your experience this week. I don't know. Dealing with people. A word that mm. describes it. Frustrating. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Well, I'm sorry for this. I'm going to be in character. Please don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you, you do. Uh, I'll, I'll pick a place. Um, let's say the bus station. Okay. 
perfect. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, let's just go on three, two, what? Okay, hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. What hey, do you buddy, want? you want a ticket? What do you want? I, I'm, I'm asking you, you want a ticket? Do I want a ticket? I got tickets uh, right here in my coat. Um, good, thank you. I already no, have yeah. I'm so, Show me a ticket. Uh, who are you? I work here. Oh. Well, that's good to know. That's good oh, to know. Yeah. yeah, I don't have a hat or anything, <clears throat> but I got this coat here. You want me to open it? Uh, no, you're good. I'm, I'm on the phone right now, so you can you know, leave me alone for now. Hey, man, I'm here to check tickets and ask if you want to buy coat tickets, you know? I want to see if you want to check your coat. Can you, uh, can you take your business somewhere else, please? I'm busy over here. Well, I'm the engineer, too. If you, if you when, What time does your bus leave? Check your ticket. Uh, I'm not sure. I'll check when I check. Uh, well, oh, thank oh, you. Oh, well, you're late. They're leaving right now. Boop, boop, boop. That's, <laughs> yeah, I guess that's my bus. You can get out my face. Okay, okay, buddy. I just work here. Thanks for shopping here at Frustrating Bus, bus Lines. <laughs> I'll laugh at that tomorrow when I get off the bus. Oh, shit. Okay, same. I'm done. <laughs> I lost it. I couldn't do it. I was like, where am I going? I have no idea what I'm doing here. That was good. <laughs> That was fun. That was fun. I, uh, uh, my my that, viewers love that kind of content. Oh, most definitely. You know, one of the things about improv I always forget is you want to build on the scene. So yeah. that was probably my mistake. I probably shouldn't have shot you down as much oh. time as I did. But. No. I, I thought we were both playing frustrating motherfuckers. Like, I just <laughs> I thought it was good. We're getting in each other's way. Uh, I didn't know that. You're, you're supposed to build on a scene. See, I told you, I don't do the multi-level marketing of, of the improv scene these days not to be insulting it's just i'm poor so that's how i feel about it let me let me tell you something so when i was in college i graduated it's 2021 so three years ago but when i was in college i was with uh, uh a comedy group um i'm forgetting it's called the laugh packs and we did a lot of improv and uh one of the biggest things that you know we stressed was yes and so when we do a scene it's just and not no you know, because right. what happens is there's different forms to improv. So it depends on wh what you're trying to do. But for the most part, when it comes to improv, you don't want the scene to lay down. So, like, if we're trying to make the scene, you know, two minutes long and all I do is reject you the whole time, then it's okay. hard to build the scene, you know. So that's why I was saying that maybe I shouldn't have shot you down as much. But I, I mean... We did a good job, you know. It's just one of those critique moments of myself that I'm like, maybe I should have just played along a little more, you know. Dude, you are speaking my language. I love this. This is great for me personally. I'm gonna put it in if you don't mind. I you know, I deserve I deserve a thousand dollar paycheck for all this work. Uh, I told you it's in the mail, man. There's more than that. Everything you want and more is in the mail. Just buy buy now, buy today. Hey hey, <laughs> I'm not sixty years old. Come on, man. We got Venmo, uh, PayPal, Cash App. <laughs> but I am sixty years old, young man. And I told you <laughs> your your pay is in the post. It's in the post. All, all right. It's now, 2020. It's 2021. You got to get with the program, Grandpa. I don't have to do anything. I am alone in my house, and it is dark in here. How did you get this number? Uh, That's a good question. Well, I can't tell you. 
Well, can I call somebody? This is scaring me. I'm 60 years old at least. Uh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> oh, no. Are you mocking me, young man? I'm not mocking you. I'm just spe Wait, what? speaking facts. Can I Can I please speak to you? Um, is, this is Verizon Tech Support, correct? Yes, there is. Okay, well, give me. Uh, are you? What kind of trousers are you wearing, young man? I'm wearing that. Um, you, you know, I'm wearing that green sexy lingerie. You know. Okay. Um. It, okay. You are mocking me now, and I want to speak to your manager. And don't just do a voice and tell me it's the manager, please. I am the manager. Okay, I believe you. Hello, manager. Uh, this is an older person speaking on a rotary phone. So. Please How are fire you the doing? young. What? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for asking. No one has asked in such a long time. You know, my grandkids were supposed to come over. Uh, yeah, really. Uh huh. But they did not. Uh, I'm well, so. What? I I don't mean to cut you off. Uh, no. but uh, mm -hmm. I only asked that because that's standard kind of customer service, but. For the most part, I don't care how your day's going. I just want to know what's the problem. I thought you said customer service. Uh, I Can got I speak the... to the manager's manager, please, sir? And don't just uh, do a voice and say manager twice. I am the manager. But your manager. Yeah, I'm the manager of my manager. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry, sir. Um, Could you please fire the two young men I was just speaking to? Um... This is standard procedure. Can you tell me what the issue was? They're dicks. Ooh, foul language. Foul they language. Look, no, they showed them to me in a picture in the email, and they said, dude, does it look weird? And I said, yes, it bends to the left. I don't like oh, it. Oh. Well, well, you know, company procedure, I need proof and evidence, so you would have to send it to me. You want to pick up mine? Yeah, I need all the evidence. Okay, I mean, okay. Hold on, let me figure out emails and I'll get right back to you, okay? Sounds good to me. All right, click. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, it was, dude. That was fun. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. No all right. Problem. It looks like we're right at about 30 minutes. Um, I'm going to, I usually try to keep mine around 20. Do you want to do one more or you want to call it? That that was a great note to end on, but I'm hungry for more. So we could do another one. All right, cool. Um, You want to, you want to lead on this one? Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Thank you, sir. No problem. All right. You ready? Yeah, always ready. Hey, Mommy, um, I, I'm just wondering. Um, I, you know, I'm getting bullied at school, and I, I, I don't know what to do with it. What would you recommend? I was told by my friend to karate chop him in the nuts. Should I do that? Well, um, dear, a nut shot is a coward's way out, remember? Um... <clears throat> I think maybe, perhaps, have you considered changing your personality? Oh. I just asked you. Well, you know, I, I I was watching SpongeBob, and I remember SpongeBob and Patrick got in an argument, and, you know, he kicked the dude in his nuts, so I thought maybe I should do the same thing, too. Which one, sweetie? Which one? Was it SpongeBob or Patrick? Um, 
It was the yellow one. Yeah, he's the coward. I think so. Yeah, yeah, sweetie, don't be like him. He's got holes all through him. You want holes all through you? Well, Try the personality thing. Just he seems cool, so. Oh, well, um, sweetheart, did you know, remember when you were even younger and you thought that that soft bear was cool and now you think it's, it's, it's embarrassing? No, I remember. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, that's, um, that's going to keep happening to you more and more every single day. So get, get ready for it. And maybe you should start making your decisions based on that. Don't let anyone know how you actually feel at any given moment and just forget about it as it passes don't act on your emotions. Just experience them as they run through you in time, like sands in an hourglass. Fall. Hmm. And you have a child, and you wonder, what is this for? And then you have a little drink, and you answer their silly questions. <laughs> oh. I love you. Wait, Mom, I, I got a question. Is that why I heard you and Daddy uh, arguing in the bed what, last night? What? Huh? What? What'd you, what'd you, I'm sorry, I sneezed. What'd you say? Uh, I heard you and Daddy arguing in bed last night. Oh, that wasn't arguing, sweetie. We were wrestling. Oh. Is that why his pants were off? What? I thought you said heard. Uh, well, did you I, move I, the I camera? did sneak a peek. I did sneak did a peek. Honey, did you move Mommy's camera while, while, while we were filming? Because that's going to cost Mommy a lot of money. <laughs> Oh, actually, I, I I took it to school. Me and my friends. Oh saw my it. God, no! <laughs> well, okay, dear. Um, uh, did your teacher see? Shit. Um, actually, she uh said she'd use it for a presentation tomorrow in class. Okay, in class. I gotta. Okay, just hold on a second. My mommy's gotta make a phone call real quick. Um, it, can you go in your room and play, sweetheart? I gotta I gotta make a couple phone calls. Mommy's gotta make a couple phone calls. I'm right. gonna go get some cigarettes. I'll talk to you in a little bit, and I'll tell Daddy to keep it down tonight, all right? Okay, thank you. Oh, we're ruined. We're ruined. <laughs> Same. Wow, I picked that dark. I'm so sorry. Whoa, I had to. Uh, dude, uh, my eyes were wide. I was like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> I had to. Hey, are we going to bring some comedy? You got to make people laugh? I know how to do it. Yeah, let's show that teeth. Show the teeth. Let's do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's good stuff, that was, man. That's... That was hilarious. That was good stuff, for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really appreciate this, man. You've, you've been a powerful guest. Um, and and uh, come back anytime, seriously. And maybe I'll actually mail you money. You know, here's what I like to say. You know, as the most charismatic man in entertainment, I can always guarantee one thing. I will be the best guest you can ever ask for. And I think well, so far, I proved it. So, you know. Fuck yeah. I had to drop an F-bomb. It's and tradition. One other thing. Mm -hmm. I am not Chris Hemsworth, all right? So please, stop thinking I am. All right? I'm gonna, look, I heard you say that. And that's all I'll say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. No Days Off, and you can tell it shows. Absolutely. You can find me on anchor.fm as the Prince of Fresh Air. I am the host. And also, IG, if you want, at Mr. No Days Off Percy. And thank you for having me, Emmanuel Poppet. And let's do this again sometime soon. Yes, please, please.
Wah, 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 wah.